When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Back to a Celtic state of mind. I'm Paul John Dykes, and we are here this evening to uh, cover the Hibs versus Celtic game. We're at Easter Road in Edinburgh, in the capital, or Leith, if you're from Leith. And it is a change of lineup for Celtic. We've been talking about it all week. Would he change personnel? Would he change shape? Brennan Rogers has certainly not changed his shape, but there are a few surprises. Um, let's go through the team, and hopefully, at some point, we will be. Joined by Ian Conroy dialing in from New Zealand. The start in 11 at Easter Road to try and get Brendan Rogers his first ever win as a manager at Easter Road. That's an incredible start. Um, he has started off. Am I going solo tonight? No, that is not the plan, Ewan. Um, but uh, we should be hearing from Ian Conroy dialing in. I don't know what the actual time difference is over in New Zealand, but. Uh, Hopefully, we will have him in the uh, stream very soon. So, in goals, Joe Hart, the defence, coming under a lot of scrutiny recently. At right back, Alistair Johnston. At left back, Alexandro Bernabe. Stephen Welsh and Liam Scales in the central defensive area. I think that uh, Lawrence Conley called that, actually, on Tuesday. The midfield three is made up of Callum McGregor, the captain, Matt O'Reilly and Paolo Bernardo. And in another... Uh, Surprise up top, Kuhn gets his first start, made us straight back into the start and 11 after the Asian Cup. And Ida comes in for his first start at the expense of Kyogo Furuhashi. Now, on the bench, you've got Scott Bain, Lewis Palmer dropped, Kyogo dropped, Abada dropped, you've got Odin Holm, Mike Novroski dropped, Rocco Vata, Daniel Kelly, and Tony Ralston. So there are a few changes in there. And um, I've got to say, I'm pretty surprised at the amount of changes. I think that illustrates just how frustrated Brendan Rodgers must have been with that 
uh, game against Aberdeen at the weekend. I know we've been talking about it a fair bit. Uh, we've also been talking about the wider issues at Celtic Park. We have been discussing uh, the boardroom issues. Is there a, a breakdown of communication between um, Brendan Rodgers and those behind the scenes? Is it an issue with Peter Lowell? Is it an issue with the head of recruitment, Mark Lowell? Uh, for Hibs, it's Marshall Miller, Fish and Levitt, uh, who will be wearing number six, Johan, number seven, Vente is number nine, Boyle. Uh, he was a, we've got Newell, Boyle was a, a doubt, Obita, uh, Triantis, uh, Mariah Welsh, and that is your starting 11 for Hibs. Newell, of course, the captain. Um, and I've got to say, Nick Montgomery's side have not been all that great this season, but I'll tell you something, Ian Conroy, when I, I bring you into this um, stream, that particular lineup is the strongest that they can play, and they gave us problems last time round at Easter Road. What are you thinking about the Celtic lineup first and foremost? Welcome to the show, Ian Conroy. Hi, mate. Um, yeah, I'm, I like it. I'm, I'm happy with the. Uh, the only sort of weak spot for me is is, is Burnaby. Um, I would say, but I like I liked when um, when the change happened against Aberdeen at the weekend. Um, I think I think up front, I think he allowed he allowed um, Kyogo to have more 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 touches of the ball. He had to touch the ball before when he was up on his own, um, and so so when he when he was brought on, I felt that he he really brought Kyogo into the game. He allowed him more space. So I think I think more of the same. To be honest, it's a shame it wasn't a few more games in, and we'd had a sort of a chance to sort of see this partnership hopefully flourish. But I think. I think the touches that he had, um, he was bright. He was, he was, he was alert. He was, he was sharp. Um, and I think Kuhn as well. Um, aside from him sort of falling over the ball, I thought he looked, he looked great. Obviously, it was, a, it was a bit of a deflection for his goal, but they all count. Um, so it just, I think it's that it's that injection of energy that the, the team needed. Um, you know, I think we just need to put the transfer window behind us now. We all know the the, the problems that that brought and the frustrations it brought, but now it's there's nothing we can do about it. We just need to sort of. Um, Simulate, come together and, 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 and crack on for the rest of the season. We do, we do. And obviously you are dialing in from a very bright and gloriously sunny New Zealand. What time is it over there, Ian? It's, uh, it's 8.35 in the morning. I will show you, I've just yeah. noticed I've got a lot of exposure behind me, so once we... No, not at all. It looks I'll, great. I'll it's move. putting me to shame. It's putting me to shame. It's dreek and dark here in... Uh, Scotland's ancient capital. Celtic, of course, playing in the capital tonight. Just a recap of the, the sides. It's Marshall, Miller and Fish, uh, Levitt, Yuan, uh, and Venti. We've also got Boyle. He was an injury doubt. Newell, their best player, if you ask me, Obita. And we have Triantis, uh, Mariah Welsh. And that is the start 11 for Hibs. Celtic start 11, Joe Hart and Goals. No surprise there. We've got Alistair Johnson at right back. Has he been in the best form this season? A lot of people are doubting that. Uh, left back, Alexandro Bernabe. I'd have dropped him. Uh, we also have Stephen Welsh and Liam Scales as your central defensive partnership. Novroski is unceremoniously dropped. The midfield three is McGregor, O'Reilly and Bernardo. And up top, you've got Kuhn making his first start. Ida making his first start. Maeda right back into the start 11. And there's going to be a few disappointed players on the bench, uh, none more so, I would guess, than Kyogo Furuhashi, who, for some strange reason, has gone off the boil. I think it's down to the lack of service. Um, but 
I've got to ask the question, Ian, right? And we've been speaking about this during the week. When Brennan Rodgers came into Celtic first time round, we had, and I'm not comparing Lee Griffiths to Kyogo, but what we had in Lee Griffiths was a goal scorer, a guy who had scored 40-odd goals a season before. And Brennan Rodgers came in with a different idea, a different approach. Um, he brought in Moussa Dembele. You couldn't argue after the, the Rangers game uh, where he scores the perfect hat-trick. But it looked to me as though Brennan Rodgers wanted a big, athletic, strong centre-forward. Lee Griffiths didn't fit the bill. He never really recovered from that. His Celtic career was never the same. Um, all season, we've been asking questions about Kyogo. And leading into today's game, tonight's game, we were talking about a change of shape. But he's sticking rigidly to the, the, the one up top. And as you said, I thought Ida and Kyogo seemed to breathe life into each other's games at the weekend. It's slightly disappointing for me. Oh, I've, I've just made it. Is, is, is Kyogo on the bench? I thought he was... He's Ah, right. Again, yeah. Crikey, crikey. So it's Maeda. Maeda's... It's... Maeda's straight in. Straight right. in. Right. Oh, sorry, sorry, I got that wrong. Um, ah, right. No, I'm not too not too chuffed about that then. I thought I thought he may have gone with, you know, um, uh, with the two up top. Um, oh, I don't know why it's puzzling. You know, we're all sort of saying it as fans, you know, and, you know, we obviously the Axelom team have a, a group chat and we all sort of exchange messages and things like that. Some outlandish, some some sensible. I think you know, um, mostly sensible from other people, and outlandish from me probably. But <laughs> it's um, it's crying out for it, you know. I think I think big man, little man. I always was always a big fan of that anyway. Um, but oh, I don't know. I don't know why he's not. He's, he's not. He's not giving it a shout. Maybe we'll, we'll get a chance to see it in the second half. But if if we don't score early again, the, sort of the nervousness. I know it's an away game, but the nervousness, you know, it's 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 it, it creeps through. Um, I think we need some some early goals and to start start trying to blow teams away. And I think yeah. if we go if we if we went three five two, or, or try to try to accommodate, so we've got we've got two up front. I think we'd do some real real damage in the in the Scottish Premier League, you know. Um, so, um, but it, you know, Brendan's the manager. That's what he gets paid the big bucks for. Uh, he's got he's got to live with it. Maeda, I love, but I just. You know his finishing's not the greatest, you know, and his decision making's not the greatest. But he has been playing in in, in the Asia Cup, so hopefully, you know, he's coming off the back of a, a a good amount of game time under his belt. I'm not sure how much he actually played. I didn't see any of the games. He was but, um, pretty sparingly, actually. It was. Right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I know he's he's really high, highly rated, Ian. But um, I think uh, they they tried to save him for the uh, the big uh, qualifying game, and obviously didn't work out for them. It's the travel. It's the travel that I get concerned about. I always remember. Yeah. Remember Effie Ambrose uh, coming in and getting thrown in against Juventus, and he had an absolute mare. Um, I mean, these guys, I know Maeda, we're always going on about the fact he never stops, and he was the very epitome of uh, Ange Postacoglu. There's people in the comments earlier on today, get over Ange. I am over him, but if you're referring to Celtic under a particular time period, you're going to have to mention him. I mentioned Neil Lennon, Ronnie Dyla, Tony Mowbray, even John Barnes. Uh, Joseph Bengloss, they all get a mention here and there. And we're talking about players who played under Ange, so you're going to refer to that from time to time. That's my concern. What I find interesting is he's obviously looked at our defence, uh, Navroski, and he's thought, right, you're right out of there. Uh, that matches what Lawrence said on Tuesday. And he's completely changed the forward line in. The only mm. thing that hasn't been um, given a facelift is the midfield. So the, the entire front line against Aberdeen, we had Palmer on the left. He's been replaced by Maeda. With Kyogo through the middle, replaced by Ida, and on the right we had Abada, who's not kicked a ball all season, and he has also been dropped for Kuhn. And I think that 
to be fair, they had to do something with the wingers. I'm just surprised yeah. about either a guy who, you know, he was contacted on the Monday before the, the transfer window shut. He's had a few minutes against Aberdeen. He looked fine. But this is Kyogo Furahashi, Ian. And yeah. I, I really am concerned because this is the second time this season Kyogo's been dropped. He was dropped for a few games for O. And you just think to yourself, is he a confidence player? Is this going to hit him hard? He's already been left out of the Asian Cup. I thought Brendan was the man-manager. It's it's almost like Brendan is blaming everybody himself. You know, and it's like, we, we, as I said, I said before, we as fans, we can see it screaming out for, for it. Sure, he's got to try these things in training as well, you know, to see work to work on the shape. But I, I think as well with Ida coming in, he's a young player and he looked good. He had some really, really, you know, I think we all saw that, you know, he's some good tidy touches. He, look, he looked he looked the real deal, to be honest. But to put that pressure on him coming as Celtic's main striker after only, a, 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 you know, a few minutes really against Aberdeen, there's a lot of pressure to put on him. You know, you think I spread the load. You know, if you've got two strikers, you know, especially with uh, Furuhashi, um, then you know, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't understand it to be honest. I, I just seems slightly egotistical, um, either egotistical or out of ideas um, with Brendan. I, the, we were speaking about when you. I, I mean, it's strange because I know what we've gone. Um, it's seven games on beating six uh, wins on a bounce. But when you're not playing well, I think what you do is you rely on a group of players, Ian, right, who are more or less your core, your core group, the nucleus of your team you can yeah. count on. And you look at guys like Joe Hart, right, I know that he divides opinion and performance-wise I can see why, but in terms of the leadership, the experience that he's got, he can instill a confidence in a back four, which let's be honest, is getting chopped and changed from game to game. You then look at the heart of your defence and you think to yourself, right, we've got the Canadian internationalist, no playing his best, but you, you've got to be able to count on him. You've got Scales who, let's not forget the journey he's been on this season and you're hope, hoping to build a partnership between Scales and Novroski in the absence of Carter Vickers. He plays a few games and he gets dropped again. Yeah. And it's it's like there's no consistency yeah. or thought process to this. Um, I just think you play your strongest team. Is Ida a better option Thank you, go well. At half time, we've scored a couple of goals in. I'll take it all back. I just think it's a bad move. It's a bold move by uh, Brendan Rogers. And I'm going to bring in some of the comments because it's not just about what uh, Ian Conroy and I think about it. What do you think about the lineup? How's it going to go tonight? Jamie Parson, hail, hail, no change of shape. Let's hope the big man can make the difference. Yeah, absolutely. And I think when you're talking about shape, you're going on about uh, play two up top. Why on earth do Celtic feel the need? to play the stringent 4-3-3, four defenders against Ross County or Livingston or Motherwell or, or Dundee or St Mirren at home, where you should be able to absolutely control the tempo of the game and get the early goal in and, and tear them to pieces. We don't seem to do it. And I thought we're now in the middle of this three-away game period, Aberdeen, Hibs, St Mirren. I thought it was a good opportunity against Bucky Thistle, Ross County, to try something like that. Well, now we've kind of painted ourselves into a corner and we're forced to play Alexandro Bernabe. And I'm going to, listen, I don't want to target a Celtic player. He's not good enough. He is not good enough. And we've seen him at Easter Road last season. His positional awareness is way off. It's certainly not the level of a professional footballer. You've seen that against Aberdeen when he loses the ball and he's he's in no man's land. He's never getting back into position and the uh, attack comes down his side. He leaves his defence really exposed. Is Navroski being punished for that? 
It looks as though he is. Now, Sean Marshall, we lose tonight. Say goodbye to the title. No heart, no drive, no nothing. Uh, we are dying, we are. Get a grip, boys. Keep doing and get the job done. I've been talking all week about Brennan Rodgers needs to step up again, but I just feel it's another start of loving that I've never played together again. I just feel it's a big risk. I don't think Hibs are a great side, but I didn't think Aberdeen were a great side either, and they've done us a bit of damage. Yeah, they, 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 they really worked hard, uh, especially that first half, Aberdeen, you know, that high press. It pulled us into all, all kinds of manner of trouble. Um you know, when we were going for it, you know, and they were hitting us in the counter, we we just were, were disjointed and all over the place. And I think, you know, I'm, you know, we have to move on from Ange, but he's the closest reference point we can we can we can we can compare to. And the fact that you know, we want we want to keep possession, we want to keep you know keep it you know and dictate play. We're too slow under Ange. It was so quick, you know. It was that shock tactic, you know, that's that sort of shock and awe. So we steamroll the teams, you know. Um, whereas Brendan, it's more, it's more laboured, and it's impossible to do. You know, it's, it's easy to wise up to if you're the, if you're an opposing team. It's easy to counter it. You know, there was no choice. People just had to had to, you know, were, were engulfed with, with with Angie's football. It was irresistible, you know. Um, and that was it was well drilled. Everyone knew that knew their jobs. Um, and he put the right he put round pegs and round holes as much as, as, as possible. I don't see Brendan doing that, and I don't and that. Obviously, filters through to the players, um, and I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it is with Brendan. He's he's come back. Maybe maybe football's moved on. Maybe Scottish football's moved on. Even for 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 the juggernaut like uh, who, who is Brendan Rogers, but it's either the stubbornness or his his his, his inability to to actually change it. You know, to to, to have fresh ideas. It looks stubborn. It does look stubborn, I've got to say. Um, and I think, uh, you know, the manager that is not willing to adapt to the surroundings and, and to the scenario that he finds himself in, Ian, is the one that is left wanting. Now, Michael Lee, MCC, you've been watching that song this week, haven't you? Your favourite player is on the pitch, Paul John. Burnaby, Brendan knows best. Well, you've got to have a, a level of belief in the manager. He's watched the preparation of these guys, Ian, from the Aberdeen game to tonight. Uh, he knows what the mood in the camp is. He knows how they've been preparing and performing at training. But in saying all of that, you know, Burnaby's not a brand new player. And I don't blame him. I don't blame Alexandro Burnaby for this. He's been brought to the club. And by the way, if he goes out there and plays an absolute stormer of a match, sets up three goals in the first half, I will eat my hat. I'll eat my words, Ian, right? But I've seen nothing. I have seen nothing to suggest that he's capable of that. Um, and yeah, we played an inverted uh, fullback role last season and the season before. And I think that a lot of the onus was on the offensive side of our fullbacks game, hitting the byline, getting whipping the crosses across. We're not doing that anymore. We've completely changed the role of the fullback. It took Greg Taylor probably until about two months ago to adapt to the change. Alistair Johnston, I don't know if he has adapted to it. He's not had a great season. And Burnaby, I don't think if he's a fullback who's doing the overlapping run or if he's an inverted fullback, it just doesn't look like that type of player that we need. Um, you know, that losing the ball against Aberdeen, I think, says more about the way that we are unable to soak up a bit of pressure, Ian, right? What Aberdeen done, done to us, and exactly what Kilmarnock done to us at, in Rugby Park, at Rugby Park in the Cup, where you actually invite the team, you invite them into your, your defensive third, and they soak up that pressure and they've got enough kind of working uh, 
parts to that whole process to win the ball. And when they, when they win the ball, because obviously you've got defensive qualities in Matt O'Reilly, Paolo Bernardo, Callum McGregor, you win the ball, it's all about the tempo at that stage. You get the other team on their back foot, their defensive shape is all over the place, which ours was. Johnson was nowhere, Scales was nowhere, Novroski was left exposed, Bernabe's nowhere. We don't do that to teams. We just do not do it. We don't invite on you know, the pressure. And I think it's because we're not good enough at the back. Because I don't think we could put up with five, ten minutes pressure without conceding a goal. I I wonder as well. This I mean I saw this I was against Dundee, it was like kind of white knuckles for me. And it was again it was displayed a little bit. And I know Joe Hart had a go at scales a couple of times as well for for passing for pa- passing the ball back to him. And it's right across the goal line. So it's almost like the worst temp- worst sort of foundation you can start an attack with. You know, if you've got like a bit shakiness at the back where you're playing the ball right across that goal line. Um, I don't know why. I really don't know why why we do it. But it's, it, 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 it makes the defence shaky and it makes, you know, it makes people a bit kind of, you know, I suppose dubious. So to build an attack from that is not the best start, I don't think. Um yeah, it's it's um, obviously the, the the loss of Carter Vickers is 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 big. You know, he's been our our, our, our standard bearer and our rock. So, um, you know, we've got to live with it though. And it, I've seen enough flashes of Naroki to, to to suggest that he can he can he can flourish and be a be a good good player for us. Um, but again, we were getting that consistency and the amount of pressure we were under against Aberdeen. You know, the, the defence buckled a wee bit. So, um. The quicker we can get Carter Vickers back, the better. Carter Vickers is missing from the defence. We've got Rio Atati missing, of course, from the midfield. And tonight, Kyogo um, is missing from the forward line, and that's a choice that Brennan Rodgers has made. What do you think of that? Let us know in the comments section. Stephen Sloan, you're coming in. I can see an angry face in there. So our elite manager is going to continue with one up top. An elite manager knows more than one formation. Yes, it's getting beyond the joke now. Listen. We're all football managers. If it works out, Ian, we put our hands up. We put our hands up and say, listen, you got it right. But I just can't see the sense in it. I was calling for a wee bit more physicality at the back as well. Uh, even when Taylor was playing, I, you know, I was looking at that and thinking he's a target. Uh, European sides were targeting him. Domestic sides worked it out. We could not deal with cross balls, be that from set pieces or just attacks. Uh, we couldn't deal with it. Corner kicks, you know, your heart was in your mouth. And I was looking at uh, Taylor and I'm thinking, right, we've replaced them with Bernabe. So coming into this game and against Aberdeen, I was talking about the other options because we do have uh, Big Dom coming in. I don't know if this is Dom McKay, who I, I know was a fan of the show. But if it is, uh, Dom, come on, let us know what happened when you were at Celtic for 74 days. Uh, who can cross the ball from the left other than Bernabe? This is a good point, right? Because Bernabe, other than giving the ball away against Aberdeen, there were some things he did from an attacking sense, Ian, right? And you look at him and think, okay, it can be a bit of a tidy player in that in that respect. Who can cross it from the left? Well, I do think there's a few options, right? And I was loathed to move Liam Scales out left because I think the Liam Scales in his first season at Celtic played on the left-hand side. I remember we were at the press conference when he was welcome to the club. He was given the number five jersey and he said on that particular day and the interview is on the YouTube channel, that his preferred position is left centre-back. And we never saw him playing there. I think there was 20 minutes, maybe, where he's come on and played in that position, Ian. So we've seen him on the left-hand side of defence, and I wasn't convinced. He then moved out to Aberdeen for a season, got a lot of football, ups and downs. You had the Darvel, but you also had 
things like the goal against Rangers. And he's come back in and he's playing in the position that he reckons is his best. And I know that a lot of people are disappointed in the last few weeks with his performances, but I think over the piece, he's done really well this season. Now, if you think back to, remember the Ross County game that's famous for Tony Ralston scoring in the 117th minute or something like that. The first goal was set up from the left-hand side by a tremendous uh, break. Liam Scales hits the, the byline and crosses it over. I think it's a badder from memory that scored that night. So Liam Scales can cross a ball, um, and that much is true. From the left, I stand corrected the other day, I was banging on about Tony Ralston. Can he cross a ball from the left? I've probably not seen it. I've got to say, maybe he can, but I've probably not seen Ralston doing that. He's sticking with Burnaby. We're going to have to suck it up, but I'll tell you something. On the set pieces, etc., defending them, I am not holding my breath that Burnaby is going to give us that physicality. Maestro, so do you think a physical presence up top changes it? Ian, the wee man, Kilgo, everybody's favourite. He's been dropped. Um, either brings in a, a physicality. James French is telling us that not necessarily in the air. Now, we know that a lot of the crosses that have been coming in that have not suited Kyogo, he's not got much touches of the ball in the box from them, have been obviously uh, crosses that have got a bit of height to them and he's not been able to get to the end of them. Apparently, either that isn't his game either. So although he's given you the physical presence, Ian, he's not a target man as such. He's not a Jan Benegur Hesselink or a, a Moussa Dembele even. No, no. Um, so... That's that. That remains to be seen. I, I, I take your point with regards to Burnaby. Um, you know, he's, he's sort of crossing, uh, and, and I think Skills could do it. I wonder, and I, I think it was Asim that, that touched upon it. And I was I was watching the uh, the show the other week, or last week, and, and I it mirrored my thoughts really uh, in the fact that I think Skills now now that he's embedded into the team, I wonder if he'd be it'd be more of a spot now for the, for the left back slot. Yeah. You know, he's 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 earned his stripes, and he's you know he's got but. His distribution is brilliant, you know. Um, I think he's always a standout. His distribution from the back. I think it was a bit, it was a bit laboured against Aberdeen. He was he was carrying the ball too 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 far, I think. But that was that, that was more to do with the running off the ball um, rather than actually skills. But he's he, he can pick a pass. So I I, I would I'd, I'd at least like to try it to see him on left back because Burnaby for me is not he's not up to it. And I think I think with Burnaby as well, there could be a player there. But he just doesn't seem to have the heart. He doesn't seem to have that. Seeing him jogging back, you know, he put scales and he put that defence under so much pressure against Aberdeen mm-hmm. with that lacklustre, half 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 baked kind of uh, you know attitude, you know. And it's that's just it's just not acceptable for for any any team, never mind Celtic, boy Aberdeen. Twelve thirty, Bill, and you're in your bed over in New Zealand. We were talking about this, um, John Hughes, myself, and young Patrick McGilp. And Patrick McGill basically said the entire continent uh, from which uh, <laughs> Lewis Palmer and uh, young Burnaby comes from is guilty of that. It was a sweeping generalisation, let's just say. But yeah. I'll tell you, that move, I think, showed it in Burnaby and it, and it showed it in Palmer. And we've been banging on about this. I, I put it out uh, today. Lewis Palmer averages a goal scored or goal contribution every 94 minutes in a Celtic jersey. Now, that's good going. You know, coming into this season... I think that was a similar record to, let's say, Kyogo, right? So goals scored, goals created. So there's something there. But he's terrible at defending. Absolutely terrible. To the point where against Aberdeen, it was a half-baked, like you say, effort where he's ran up to the player and then pulled out the tackle, put his hands up, as if to say, Ian, I've tried. You've not tried hard enough, mate. And him 
and Bernabe just kind of like trundled back. It was almost as if, oh, whatever happens, happens, you know, because if I get the ball, I might do something fancy and, and it'll be forgotten about. I don't think Palma has yet adapted to the, the mentality of a Celtic player, uh, the, the winning mentality of a Celtic player, Ian. And that was the argument that Lawrence had on Tuesday with regards to playing skills and Welsh in the set. And I disagreed with him. He said, I think we should play Stephen Welsh and Liam Scales. We need as many of these guys with a heart and the mentality of Celtic players in the team as possible. And obviously, Brennan Rodgers has gone for it. Um, and Lawrence was right, and I was wrong, uh, unfortunately. Um, and I don't know if anybody could hear that ping. I'm going to have to switch that off. That was me. Love it. Not hitting the bylines, just causing congestion. The opposing penalty box says love it. That has been the issue, and that's why Kilgore has not been getting the service. Danielle, in you come, and let us know how you're feeling about Celtic at the moment. The title is gone, says Danielle. They won't drop any points unless against us, and will we seem to be able to beat them, we badly struggle with the rest. I've seen us dropping more points to the rest. And you're right. I mean, we were talking today, Ian, that if Celtic were to win the next 14 games in the league, right, um, we would get 100 points. <laughs> we would end up with 100 points. Now, it's unlikely we're going to go on a 14-game winning streak. But I think what it would show is that over the pace, that would make it not a bad season. I think we are capable of beating Rangers. And you know what? I, I reckon we could do a whitewash with Rangers and still be neck and neck with them at the end of the season. Daniel is right in what she says. We've dropped points against Hibs, St Johnston, Motherwell. You know, these, these are the teams that we, Hearts, uh, these are the teams that we should be able, uh, not to brush aside, it's no complacency, but we should have enough, even with a few guys out, we should have enough to overcome that type of team. And we should tonight, are you confident, though, particularly with uh, Brendan Rodgers' record here at Easter Road? So I don't want to jinx things, you know. I think, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, we've got a couple of bogey teams, haven't we? It's Kilmarnock and Hibs seem to be the the, stick, the stickers, uh, the, the ones that we stick on. Um, look, we should, we should, when you said before, you know, I can't see us going on a 14-game unbeaten run. To be honest, the amount of, Money we have in the bank, and the, you know, and the, 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 the amount of power we have over the rest of the league, we should be doing that. We should be. It's hard to do in reality, of course. You know, and you've got, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a, it's a much more competitive league than people will, will give it credit for. Um, you know, it's very, very competitive. You know, in, in, in terms of, of endeavour. So, um, I think we've got enough to get it over the line. I, I just, I, 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 I niggling feeling is though that we're we're going to be complaining after the game about shape. We're going to be complaining complain about the fact that he just probably would have been isolated in his endeavours. Uh, I, I think the, the, the same old arguments will, will, will exist after the game. I hope not. I hope not. Um, but again, it's almost like if he did just score a couple of goals and we and we win, it's, it's almost like papering over the cracks because it will bite us on the backside eventually. It doesn't yeah. seem that it's a, it's a strong and consistent plan for success. I have predicted, prior to seeing that team all week, I've been predicting 3-0 Celtic. I've now seen the team... I'm going to say 3-2 Celtic. There's no way we're going to keep a clean sheet, I don't think. Jungle Lion, always a pleasure to see you popping up in the comments. Does Kennedy Strachan not give Rogers advice? You would think so. You would also think that Rogers would have access to data, but obviously we don't use data at Celtic by the looks of it. Certainly not when we're signing players. You and Boy Martin, my biggest worry for tonight is where are the goals coming from? Yeah, we spoke about that as well, Ewan. We spoke about the fact that the previous uh, team that Brennan Rodgers managed here at Celtic had a number of goal scorers in it. And we don't have it. And we've sold one of our best goal scorers in David Turnbull. 
and we've dropped the other in Kyogo. So where are the goals coming from? Let's hope it's either. Um, Jean-Paul II, one of the worst back fours I've ever seen. Are any of them good enough for us, although Scales has done well? I've seen some horrible back fours in my time. I'm talking Mark McNally and, and Barry Smith at right back. I even seen big Jim Slavin playing. Um, no offence to the big fella. But I've seen some rotten defences. Carol Muggleton and goals, Gordon Marshall, that type of defence. It's not quite as bad as that. Um, let's hope it's good enough to do the job tonight. Thanks, everybody, for getting involved. Go away and watch that game uh, with a beverage of your choice, be that alcoholic or not. You may want to crack the alcoholic ones open in the second half. Thank you all for getting involved. Join us at halftime, where hopefully Ian and I will be talking about um, an entertaining first half uh, in respect of Celtic and hopefully we can be a couple of goals up. Join us at halftime. The, the only thing for me to say, once again, all the way from New Zealand, it's always a pleasure. Thank you for joining me, Ian Conroy, on a Celtic State of Mind. Podcast Network.